There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. Welcome to the Ever Discussion Podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about things that we talk about in the order we talk about them. I'm Simon Peltier. I am Tom Zalatnay. I am Tim Blay. And today we have a special guest. We have Hohan. Hohan. Hi, it's me, Hohan. <laughs> My name's Johan Denora. How you I'm doing? sick today. You're sick? Mm. I've been sick for like a week. <clears throat> huh, is it like the awful flu that everyone's getting where like your head pulsing? No, it's fire the thing that your half, head half of the theater students have. Yeah, a lot of people are gone yeah. now. Um, mm. I, I think I'm okay now. The only thing I have right now is that I've got like a cough and I don't have a voice anymore. And you've got that you like get, sexy 45-year-old yeah. smoker voice. I'm way sexier. I'm can like you, getting on Tom Waits sing Sticky Shoes? See, if I knew what that song was, <laughs> is that another thing you, that people sang in your outcome? <laughs> no, it's from uh, it's it's from Friends. It's one of the songs that uh, Phoebe sang all the time. There's one episode where she's sick and she has a voice kind of like yours. And she realizes that her voice is so sexy that she's attracting a bunch of people to her shows when she sings. And she sings. She realizes this while singing. That's shoes. the main draw of our podcast is just our sexy voices. I think yeah. you're talking about Smelly Cat. Are you talking uh, about Smelly Cat? You know, that was one. But there was also a song called Sticky Shoes. Are you sure? Yes. I have not seen Friends. You've never seen Friends? I'll leave now. I don't have seen Friends. No, no, it's okay. Because Friends is actually overrated. Yeah. I think it was a cultural phenomenon. It arrived at the right moment at the right time, but I don't think there was anything particularly skillful When was Friends around? Like, when did Friends end? 1993 to 2003. Which is the same time that Frasier was on, which was just an infinitely better show. Yeah. At that time, you were either into Friends, Frasier, or Seinfeld. Or you were a child. That's the thing. Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, you when, were a baby. I was a kid. When Friends came back, right on Netflix, it was this huge thing. I don't know like, if you mm-hmm. guys on social media, people were going nuts. But all these people that were going nuts are like <coughs> my age or younger. Where like, I know you didn't see Friends. Yeah. Like, I Here's know the thing. you didn't. Fox yeah. played reruns of Friends all the time. Yeah, fair enough. And also like with <clears throat> the internet, you can whatever people are yeah. watching friends yeah. yeah yeah i just thought it was weird i didn't know that people my age were like so invested in i don't even know what their names are chandler phoebe that's two of them okay here we go guys let's chandler, see okay guys phoebe. new segment of our show johan names <laughs> the cast of friends here we <laughs> go or the characters. the characters the characters and then the, the cast cast is it would be impossible for me that's okay give us some names Ch- joey yeah, because he said that thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did he say? What his thumbs pointed said, outward. Yeah. He said, "Hey, hey, it's me, Joe." <laughs> what do you know? He's, he's how you doing? There we go. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Joey Chandler, Phoebe. I'm gonna call him Tim. No, no. <laughs> hey, Who's pro that tall guy. Pro tip: No, no character on any TV show ever has been named Tim. Really? That's factually true. Really? True story. I genuinely believe you. Can you, you told think me that was a of fact. any? Tim in any Tim, Tim and Eric. Ex- That's a character. No, Toolman Tim. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Um, With Tim <laughs> Allen's character in Home Improvement. <laughs> Timmy from South Park. Doesn't count. He's Timmy. Yeah, they're all Timmy's. Like Timmy the Tooth was a, a child like video thing when I was a kid. Oh, and Timmy I from uh, Fairly Odd Parents. True, but nobody's ever like, "Hey, Tim." Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, it's a bad name. British Office. That guy's name was Tim. Oh, that's instead of true. Jim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. No, Jim instead of Tim. Tim oh. came first. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. Come on, the dude. superior show that everyone prefers. To I American don't office. prefer. The, uh, the You're missing the UK last one. two female 
characters on yeah, Friends. And also, he still hasn't got the one that he thought was Tim. Well, no, no, it's That's okay. True. We'll we'll let his name be Tim. I think I think his name. Man, you know what? This is a great segment, but I uh, I don't know. I don't know their names. Fair enough. No, hold on. Was Phoebe the the blonde one? Yes. Really? You got two more. There's two yeah. blondes though. Yeah, no, one, one of them's kind of brunette Aniston's blonde. Brunette. Yeah, so I've, Phoebe wasn't Jennifer Aniston. Okay, she was the other one. She was Clarissa. Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Clarissa explained Lisa, it. All. She did explain it all yeah. that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> was Clarissa also Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Tim, you were born in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Don't ask me. I was busy filming a TV show. What? In the 80s? Uh, you were on a TV show? Yeah, I was on. I was that character on Friends. <laughs> oh, I see what you're if saying. If I was smarter, I would have gone in on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On. Yeah, I was born in the 80s. Can we talk about how alienated that makes me feel on this podcast? You really how are. How old are you? Man. Do you mind if I ask that? He's 28. Yeah, we're going with that. Are you 28? I'm 38. Um, so. <laughs> You know, Somehow I'm, born in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> when, He's when been I was time traveling a lot. When I was three years old, I invented a time machine and I oh. spent just like four or five years reliving the time when I was three because that was like my favorite age. Dope I hadn't been right? any older. Yeah. Dope year. Well, like when you're three, it's better than having been two. So you're just like, well, I don't want to get any older. That sounds like it's going to suck. Four is a bad year for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right? No, oh, man. yeah, for sure. I saw my, my sister go through four. It was painful. <laughs> You vowed to never, or at least for a couple of years, not have to do that yourself. So then I ended up as this eight-year-old, three-year-old, and I was pretty messed up, but like, here I am. Hey, listen, you've made it, baby. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I threw away the time machine, so. You're still holding yeah. that ukulele. Yeah. He I mean, holds I, it the entire it's my, time. It's my comfort object. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's in a while who plays a chord that is contextually appropriate. Yeah. That was pretty good. I really prefer diminished mm-hmm. sevenths for like mood. Give us an example. I don't know what a diminished seventh is. <laughs> Give us a minor seven flat five. No. I don't even know if that's possible on a ukulele. I think that's too many notes. It might be too many notes. <laughs> Man, I wish I was Give me a, a third down to the right D flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounded good. Give me a sign. Give, give me a sign. So, Johan. Yes, hey, what's up? Tell me about yourself. About me? Which yeah. is like everything about me? What do me? you do? Why do you do it? Where do you come from? Where well, did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. You know what's funny? There, That's a Swedish band. And big thing about me is that my mother is Swedish. Oh, snap. From Sweden. So wow. I, I... Is that I, a big thing about you? Huge. I don't have much of a personality. <laughs> everything just rests on that. No, I, I... Yeah, I'm half Swedish. So that's really cool and interesting. No, I'm in uh, theater school at Concordia with you, man. Yeah. You're a, a, little, a little advanced uh, uh, yeah. compared to me. Yeah. yeah. Couple years, only in years. Are you? Are you? You two years? I'm graduating ahead? this year. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. I'm in fourth. Where are you from? You're from here. I'm from here. I'm also born and raised. I just generally assume that anybody I meet at Concordia is not from Montreal. It was crazy when I when I got into theater, like or mm-hmm. even at the audition, like the amount of people that are not from. Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a minimal amount of people mm-hmm. that are actually from here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, just a lot of people not from here. So whenever I he- found out that somebody's from here, I'm like, oh. Hey, I guess that's like a university thing, though, eh? I think so. Because, I mean, like, we we did Sejep, right? And in Sejep, like, yeah. everybody is from here. No, mm-hmm. Like, very few people are, are mm-hmm. foreign exchange students or, or from other provinces. No, because so, I mean, it'd be really, really hard to transfer from there. Because, yeah. Well, because no one goes goes from grade 11 in another, like, in another province and thinks, I'm going to do Sejep in Quebec instead. But of also, you, you need to have graduated <laughs> at grade 11 to yes. go into Sejep. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But there, there were foreign, yeah, there were foreign students. Yeah. Which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, why? Probably they showed up in high school, did high school here, and then okay. did stage up. Right? That like, could be it. Grade ten and eleven. 
It could also just be that other other like countries have weird ass. Yes. Wait, are, are you saying Systems. there were foreign exchange students or just there were students who had lived in other who countries? Who were themselves foreign. When I say foreign exchange, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is foreign. <laughs> yeah, there were no exchange, like, I don't know. It was just like, oh, yeah, there was a girl there here from India. I guess she counts. <laughs> she didn't look like me, therefore. <laughs> yeah, no. She moved to Montreal was, when she was four, but like. <laughs> she's foreign exchange. Foreign student. She's going to go okay. back eventually. Yeah, one girl's hair was a slightly darker shade of blonde than mine. <laughs> and so I just assumed she was not from here. For anyone who's listening. I think that's what black people are, right? I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, just I like anybody who's not me is a foreign exchange student. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to leave at some point that they're here now and have to deal with it. I had this older sister, right? But she wasn't me, so. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, My older sister right. is like three shades darker hair than me, so she is not well, born of this. Tim family. is that to his sister. How many shades? How 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 big is a shade? <laughs> like when you say three shades darker, like fifty th- shades darker. <laughs> is there is there a total of fifty shades of hair from like white to black? You know. I guess it's just how many are in Bitmoji. Like when you're making your Bitmoji, that's how many. There it is. Right. So I don't know, like ten. That's actually that's a pretty good measure. Quantifiable. <laughs> I feel like it is. Yeah. Or like your your uh, your me on your Wii console. Yeah. If you don't mm-hmm. fit in on like the me, which is like pretty extensive as far yeah. as like colors color options. Aren't there like five hair, op- hair <laughs> yeah, there's options? There's not many. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that options. is correct. The styles are real. <laughs> there's like yeah, you can get like the perfect frill, but you can't choose like the shade very well. I don't think. Mm. Man, when I was making my me at my buddy's house in grade seven, and his sister was there, she was like, "You're fatter than that." <laughs> wow, I was fat. I was fat. In I've like, seen photos like of you grade from grade nine. seven. Yeah, listen, I was fat. No, but uh, <laughs> man, that really ruined my life. Who <laughs> 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 would think that making a me would be so traumatic, eh? So, but it's, yeah. so, how did you react to that? Did you did you think like, okay, I'm gonna be a better person, or did you think like, I'm gonna make this me as fat as possible and then like fill myself into it? Oh, you're saying like when my design uh, criteria for my me? Well, like I'm just, I'm just, I can see that sort of going in two ways. Either that's a wake up call and you're like, I'm going to get jacked or you just wallow into a pit of sadness. Took me till grade 10 to start losing weight. So I don't know, three years I was mulling it over the whole time. Every morning I'd wake up and think, man, that me was kind of fat. (laughs) Really, I lost weight so that I could have a skinnier me. Because that's what I was showing girls. I was like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's link up on Nintendo Connect. <laughs> you ready? They're like, wait, but you don't. Hold, and then you meet in person. She's like, you don't look like you're me. You don't look like you're me. I just got catfished. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you think got catfished, catfished on like the Wii? Like, there was the little town, right? Where you could go online. I would say a the grand plaza. total of nine. A cra- <laughs> that's probably a good number, honestly. That's probably how many people used the service online. Yeah. 11 of them used it. <laughs> two, two were like so close to getting captured. Yeah. Yeah. There was one perfect couple that met over that yeah. service. The rest were all very yeah. disappointed. God, mm-hmm. to be that couple, eh? Yeah. <laughs> one, uh, you know, one in an entire race of people. Yep. So, so yeah, I'm doing. Oh, sorry, I can't oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, well, I'm yeah doing theater. I just realized that I hadn't said actually anything about myself. <laughs> doing theater performance at Concordia. It's are you cool. theater performing? Or are you act? Uh, I'm sticking with. <laughs> sorry, what now? Are you act? Listen, I, I went into the program for the acronym. Yeah. So I'm not changing it to act. I'm I'm yeah. keeping it deeper. No, I'm just way too lazy. I'm not. Uh, mm-hmm. I might change it before I graduate. But for anyone who doesn't know, first year. Uh, we were considered teepers. So this was last mm. year. And then right at the end of the year, the administration was like, hey, we're just going to flip everything on you. Everything's changing. 
didn't really affect my program, but all the other theater programs yeah. got just destroyed, uh, except for yeah. design. Yeah, design and, and acting stayed the same. But then, like, uh, T-Dev, theater development, and theater major and playwriting just got snowballed Merged into together. Yeah. performance creation. Which some people hate, but yeah. I'm not in that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that in a couple of years <laughs> they'll figure out how to... It's I, I don't know. I, I think that like just school systems are in, an, in a universal process of changing up things just for the heck of it to like hmm. see what happens. I, I, like I think true. I think especially in the arts, it's because there's just been like I know that for us in in theater, there's been a lot of budget cuts over the years, mm. and for a long time, uh, the department thought that they would be able to that they would still be okay with like if they didn't change too much the program, but then. Mm. They were just getting a lot of complaints and very valid ones by people saying that they weren't getting the kinds of classes that they felt like they needed. They were coming out of it feeling like they had incomplete training. And so Concordia sort of totally revamped the the, the program. And I think I think it's for the better, but I think it's <clears throat> it's gonna be a rough couple of years for Yeah, I think it's for the better for sure. too. Like I think that the the people that are coming into the program now, like in the grades below my or grades doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> in the years below myself, they're they're gonna benefit from it for sure. But it is a little bit, you know, you come into a program and you have expectations for it. And then yeah. it did again, it didn't really affect my program, but I know that people in playwriting especially really Yeah, felt they were by really, it. really upset. And uh I mean there's four of them, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah. What's the chances that any of them will actually be a playwright? I mean, come on. Uh, 100%. Everyone that comes quite, out of uh, Concordia it becomes a millionaire. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> that is also a fact. That's a fact. If you graduate <laughs> any theater program at Concordia, you yeah. will be a millionaire. That's do you good. know so, do you know Vic Sahay? He played Lester in Chuck. I do He's know He's a Concordia alumnus. <laughs> okay. So And so, he is at least a thousandaire. So At least he has a thousand dollars. I feel like by the end of Chuck, hadn't they made him like a a lead character on the he show. He was pretty. Yeah, they they kind of. Yeah, but most of the like secondary characters then became. What is Chuck? Is the he's the spy? Yeah, You're he's so the, the tiny doll that kills people. <laughs> he's he's the 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 nerd who becomes a spy accidentally. He's the okay. running shoe made of canvas. Has he been it? Well, he does wear Chucks. Basketball shoes. He does does he? Is, that, yeah. is his oh, name really? actually Chuck, yeah. or does it just come from? His the name shoes? is Charles Bartowski, but everybody mm. calls him Chuck. He, what has that guy done? I literally never watched Zachary, Zachary Levi. Levi. He's done. He's on lot. Broadway and stuff now. Oh, yeah, he was in cool. um, um, She Loves Me So or something. Uh, that m- musical that's in Budapest. <laughs> Yo, maybe yeah. um, that's <clears> something I never considered. Like you think that actors disappear, and some of them do. Some of them do. But like, I mean, what does Rick Moranis does? Ooh, Rick. Well. Is That's something alive? that might, I guess, <laughs> yes, gives is. you pause as an actor, right? To realize that, like, a lot of your favorite actors, you have no idea what they're doing now. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, even if you make it for like 10 years, then what happens to you? I think, well, David Hyde Pierce and Kelsey Grammer both, like, right after Frasier <laughs> just Kelsey pieced and headed to Broadway. Do you really genuinely, like, really? I mean, Frasier is a great show. I'm not saying it's not. I haven't seen it, but, like, you, you've referenced it a lot. And on Twitter, I see that. <laughs> so, is it, like, a big thing for you? It's, like, I think my favorite sitcom of all time. That's cool. That's really? awesome. Yeah. Be, and I'm a guy who's watched all of The Office like nine or ten times, and I think Frasier is still bigger for me. Dude, I thought I was a mega fan, but you're like wow. really in there. That's I have impressive. a lot of time to watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. What That's are like, your favorite sitcoms? Oh, man. Uh, the table. Honestly, you know what? I haven't. Um, we're at the table. Okay. <laughs> the Big uh, Bang Theory. Oh, my girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend. We were at my girlfriend's mom's place last night, and she was getting DVDs and a DVD player. She every time we go to her mom's place, who she still just buys takes a, things. Who still buys DVD players? No, she got DVDs. Well, no, her mom had an extra DVD player that oh, she was I just see. like gonna get rid of. So she's she's getting the DVD player and she's looking through this big stack of DVDs and like 
she saw okay a little bit about my girlfriend she basically only knows harry potter which is fine some people like that's just her favorite film series and i didn't know that she knew any other shows because every time i bring a show up she's like i've never i've never heard of that how does how does frazier stack up next to harry potter mm-hmm. if you're trying yeah, to get i think that frazier is like one that she knows <laughs> yeah like, she's, like, looking through, she's like i'm gonna grab all the harry potters okay great i'm gonna grab hancock I'm gonna grab the pursuit of happiness, and it was another Will Smith movie. That she grabbed. She really likes Will Smith, and then right. she was like, "Okay, The Big Bang Theory," and I got so upset. Upset. Oh, no. <laughs> like, who is this woman? I was like, I don't even know you anymore. Oh dear. Why no. didn't she grab the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Stick with the theme. Literally, she was like Hancock, Pursuit of Happiness. I was like, Fresh Prince of Bel. They don't have it. <sighs> Great. You're not Will Smith super fans. <laughs> you think uh, you're a Will Smith super fan and you don't have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on DVD? <laughs> All the seasons? How many seasons are there of that? Six, seven, twelve? <laughs> Those are all three it's very on, different it's on numbers. Netflix. It's actually still going. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Will Smith's actual life. It's, it's, yeah, he doesn't have to act anymore. Yeah. The Office, to answer your question, is mm-hmm. probably my favorite. Yeah. My yeah. favorite sitcom is that one with two men and a little bitty tiny man. <laughs> Two men and a baby. <laughs> you talk about Full House? Yeah, yeah, that one. Have you guys watched Fuller House? No. I have. Oh, it's my. It's not good, is it? <laughs> it is, it is bad. <laughs> it's, it's beautifully bad. I heard it's that really, season really two is a bit better, but like oh, really? still not good. Season okay, two? break down the Way critique. better. Go for it. So season two is not just like a rehash of season one of Full House. Season two actually does its own thing. A Fuller House, right? No, because like Fuller House season one, literally like every episode of Fuller House season one has like a flashback to like, remember when we did this in the original series? Yeah. Season two, not like that. Introduces some fun new characters. Kimmy Gibbler's got a brother. Oh, spoilers. He's great. (laughs) Here's the thing. I never watched Full House. So when I came to Fuller House, I was incredibly... Way to alienate you two guys. No, it's fine. Go for it. Just you know please. how often they alienate me. Yeah, That's fair enough, man. I'm yeah. keeping you in. Please watch the first 15 minutes of the first episode of the first season of Fuller House, but without any knowledge of the previous. You don't need show. it. You don't need. It. It's just bad. All I know yeah. is that that's where the Olsen started. Yes, and they're not in the show, and yep. they make it very pointed to like they point that out in the first episode, like and it's every very episode. Dull. Mm. Every episode, I promise mm. you, at least once, they're like, mm. "What about our other sister? Oh, she didn't feel like coming." And John Stamos look, looks look at, the, at the, camera. the camera. Wait, did both Olsons play the same sister? Yes. They were a baby. Yeah. Oh, that was a gimmick. Okay. They always yeah. every show casts twin babies when they need it when they need a baby. It's otherwise, because it's you know, it's really exhausting for babies to do that. It's much. so hard yeah. for babies oh. to just be babies. Yeah. yeah. So if there's twins, twin babies in a show, do they have to get quads? Yeah, they <laughs> get quads. Yeah. <laughs> then they just see four tuplets. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> four tuplets. <laughs> four tuplets, guys. English is really easy. <laughs> okay, you guys love sitcoms, right? Like, do you? Yeah, I'm not a big sitcom person, but I feel like these guys. My are. my big two are Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm. Okay, Solid. those are those are sitcoms. Okay, great. So yes, like, I I enjoyed Community a whole lot. Um, yes, yeah. and, I got uh, real tired of it real fast. Yeah, but that's the thing. I never enjoy a sitcom for more than like two seasons because, mm-hmm. like, after a little while, it's just like you like you know the beats of it, and then they start. Like, I think my tolerance for shark jumping is a lot lower than most people's. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they start like stretching the characters into like caricatures of themselves, I'm like, eh. I'm oh, the office gets bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. the office gets bad after season seven. Whenever Jim and Pam get married, season honestly, six should have they should have yeah. just ended it. But here's a question about sitcoms, about like specifically like types like Full House. Are they actually filmed in front of a live studio audience? Yeah. 
Okay. So, so that's the some of them. They call it a. Uh, ooh, watch out for that mic there, Sorry, big dude. boy. Easy, buddy. They call it <laughs> uh, the multi-camera format okay. uh, because they've got like three cameras. Usually or four. Sometimes four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a usually four, like you well, know this better than I do. <laughs> it's called the four camera sitcom. It is not. It's called the multi camera sitcom. Oh, well, uh, nice, so, please. so they've got like three or four cameras set up around the stage, and then they've got them just playing it out, and it's like a play basically, right? Like it's like a twenty minute play, uh, and they mm. shoot it from all these different angles and cut it together later. Whereas stuff like The Office or Parks and Rec is done with a lot of like yeah. over the shoulder. They retake the same scene multiple times yeah. from different angles, and I, that's like the single camera respect. Format. Like honestly, that's that's super cool that like. I don't know. I, I, to me, kind of in the back of my head, I thought that these sitcoms, you know, you have the laugh track and it in full house oh. or fuller house, they like look at the audience, which is weird. But in my head, I just thought like it's all contrived, at least fuller house. The, so laugh tracks, like, I think that there are probably some sitcoms that do the multi-camera definitely, format, but don't actually shoot in front of an audience. Definitely have it, your mother. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, pr- I'm like 95% sure. Cause that like, just the, the way like from what I remember, the angles and the 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 sets being like, I think it's um, I'm pretty sure it's a multi-camera show, but it's not like it's a studio, but I don't think it's like a live hmm. audience studio. Hmm. I know for a fact that the Big Bang Theory was live uh, audience because hmm. there was one video about how, like I don't know, they all like, I, I don't know what the term is, but they surprise the audience by doing a dance to "Call Me Baby" or something. <laughs> Where like like all all, all the call actors me, call me baby yeah that's what it was that was the that's, name that's, of the, here's my diaper call me maybe call me baby. that's what it was <laughs> I like fetishistic <laughs> call me daddy <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah. yeah but so like when you hear like a laugh track sometimes what that means is that they have like mics set up over the audience so that they can pick up the audience laughter mm-hmm. a little bit better and then they like cut that in so that it's like you're not just getting the audience laughter from the mics above the actors you're also getting it like from them mm. yeah two and a half men was that pretty sure that was two and a half men actual is, studio it's audience. probably the exact same kind of setup as being bang, big bing, 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 bing bong because right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the same producer and yeah stuff, right so yeah they're both kind that's of true yeah <laughs> okay. it's terrible yeah. what's a better show than, than either of those? Brooklyn <laughs> Fuller House. I mean, any show. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Scrubs. fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Scrubs was fantastic. The Scrubs West Wing. Good, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I, I started watching. I definitely liked it's, it a lot. He is really and I good. love a lot of the like the people that are on it. I listen yeah. to a lot of uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Mm. So like people like Chelsea Peretti and Andy Samberg, like, for sure. Chelsea Peretti, like, it took me a while to adjust to her being on screen. Like She's, she's just really got weird. like a really different presence. Yeah, she yeah, just yeah. really threw me off at first. Mm. But she's like, great. Is she in Parks and Rec at all? I know she wrote. I don't think she is. But she's never like, she's not a character. She, maybe she had a cameo at some point, but I don't think so. I feel like I would have, I feel like I would have picked up on that because I've seen Parks. He's in love with her. She's great. With who now? Who, what? Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea Peretti. I'm in, what with her? I'm in love with the stripper. Oh. I'm in love you, with Did you have trouble finding the word love? <laughs> no, that? I was, I, I thought that was what you said, but I wasn't sure if that was what you had said. Well, love has a lot of sure. different meanings. Maybe he was just being really yeah. careful with his you know, mm. usage. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> Is it in terms of like love or just been in, yeah, been loving, loving on each other before you got here? We were, uh, yeah, man, you, you don't have a second guinea pig for your, yeah, that's true. We gotta okay, get her a lover. You, are you like a guinea pig expert? You have some knowledge of guinea pigs? I'm not an expert, but my mother loves animals and like we, we've always had dogs and stuff. So I like guinea pigs. I think they're cool. I clearly have no way with them because your guinea pig wanted nothing to do with me. Well, but maybe I just, she's, maybe she's badly socialized. Maybe, and the reason is because guinea pigs 
always need at least one other guinea pig. Otherwise, they're they're very social animals and they they will get depressed. Right. So that's that's just what I that's all I know about it though. Like mm-hmm. if you want any more information, <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> that's yeah. all I know. It's it is true that like it is recommended, recommended. that you have more than one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also now I'm at the point where like the noise of one drives me nuts and I'm worried that a second will be worse. But I wonder but if there's the noise also, it might be reduced. It might be way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like it might be better. Yeah. What yeah. do you think, Tim? Should we get a second guinea pig? I think Tim should oh, yeah. get this, the other guinea this pig. Is, and then this you is guys where the rubber really hits the road, right? Because then I have to choose, do I, do I believe in this theory that two guinea pigs are better than one enough to possibly go with there being two guinea pigs in the house? That's the thing, because I'm open to it, but I'm also like not sold enough that you I'm going to insist cage. on it. I've got a bigger one on the balcony that I just kind of put out because it was gross. And put her in the backup cage for a bit. Probably still gross now. Yeah, but <laughs> if not, you know, more. Not more. Yeah. It's, it's sterilized not by snow. It's not worse. That's how it works. I looked at it today, and it is not worse. How long have you had this guinea pig? Uh, a little over a year. Probably like last Christmas. So here's the question: If if like if she has already been like driven off the rails by being alone, hmm. she's insane. If if you bring another guinea pig in, will think, she like rip? rip I don't it think to guinea pigs have rails to get off of. Yeah. Like imagine if you were put in solitary confinement for a year. Yeah, but I'm also and then you just very self-aware, and I don't know that guinea pigs are. Mm. I think guinea pigs are smarter than you're giving them credit for, but I also That's think they're pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like they're still yeah. dumb. Do That's think, it. Do you think they're smarter than a fifth grader? Okay. Oh, almost oh. certainly. Can we talk about Jeff Foxworthy for a second? <laughs> I Hold on. Why? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> did, no, no, because did something happen? Did you say something bad? So... I was looking through Netflix. I finished catching up on Grey's Anatomy and I was like, I need something else to watch. So I'm scrolling through Netflix, adding stuff to my list and I'm, I get to reality TV. I'm like, what the hell? I'll scroll through this just for the fun of it. And I get to something called the American Bible Challenge with Jeff Foxworthy. Oh no. It is no. the best. <laughs> it has one star for a very obvious reason. Uh, basically every episode is Jeff Foxworthy brings in these three teams of people who are competing in like a Bible quiz show uh and there's a live gospel choir that sings like pumped up remixes of like hymns and christmas carols and stuff (laughs) in between the commercial breaks it is so bad and i love it so this is not on tv no was this like straight to netflix or i think it must have aired on tv at some point like, there's, there's no way Netflix was like, you know what we need. <laughs> you know I what mean, the Netflix world has made some of. bad stuff. Yeah. Case in point. Case. Uh, <laughs> Johan. Fuller House. Fuller House. But, you know, Fuller House, though, is like enjoyable. Also, At Fuller House is all John Stamos's fault. It's not Netflix. If, if John Stamos came to you and was like, hey, Johan, I want to give you a shitload of money so that I can make my own project on your network. You're not going to say no to John Stamos. Like in my living room? Like, sure, dude. If you're the head of Netflix. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Wait, so John Stamos, like, paid Netflix a whole bunch of money? Oh, of course. It's it's John Stamos is, like, the executive producer of this thing. I think that Netflix has very little to do with a lot of the stuff they could, they produce. Yeah, hmm. that's, that's probably accurate. Because I think there's a difference between Netflix original and then just having the Netflix thing. Like, they might produce things, but... Mm-hmm. They're not like the driving force behind everything. Oh, good point. Good point. Because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of foreign films that are on there. Like, um, like, yeah, like other languages other than English. (laughs) Movies that are are, just a little bit different than my movie. (laughs) There's a lot of foreign exchange films on there. (laughs) Any movie that doesn't star Johan. Yeah. Dude, that's most of them. (laughs) In fact, that's all of them. Is that all of them? 
Have you ever been in a movie? I have not been. Ooh. Didn't you just get paid? I, well, I did a commercial. <laughs> Make money, money. I did a cup of noodles commercial. Which oh, was snap. Sick. Check it out. Oh, my gosh. It's on like really? Late, yeah, it's on like Late Night Comedy Network. Wait, was, was, that like, was that the catchphrase you used? Like, sick, check Shit. it out, cup of noodles. <laughs> I was not at okay, case. So the, the setup of the commercial is there's a guy at a sneaker store, and he's selling sneakers, and he's taking a break. He's eating noodles. I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the main dude. Dang. He's about to eat some noodles, and then I show up, and I'm like the manager, and I'm like, hey, ease up out there. You're making me look bad because he's doing so good. He's just so good at selling sneakers. And then he's like, oh man, I'm just warming up. And he slurps noodles in a very disgusting way, frankly. (laughs) Slurps up some noodles and then just like goes ham on this guy. He brings him like 40 boxes of shoes. So the idea is that cup of noodles, I mean, just is like a performance and has a drug, <laughs> apparently. But only if you're a shoe salesman. Like it only. Well, also a DJ. Context. There's a second commercial that was shot at the same time where there's a DJ doing it. All right. Cool. Are you the DJ's manager as well? Yeah. And you're like, man, I wish. you got to stop <laughs> those tasty jams. You're making I'm, me look wearing bad. like Kanye glasses. I'm like, yeah, he's up out there, man. I'm rolling on Molly right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I was, in a, I was in a commercial and I did... Uh, one episode of this show, Real Detective, which I had like a decent thing on. It's Is like, that like a like a fake version of True Detective? <laughs> Dude, it's so it's such a weird name. Yeah, my mom for the longest time was like, "You were on True Detective." She was telling people I was on True Detective, and I was like, "Mom, you need to correct." <laughs> people are gonna think I'm like really big. No, it's uh, what it is. It's it's just one of those shows where uh, they interview like a real detective <laughs> okay. about like the biggest, uh, the most important case in his career, and. He's he's narrating the show and then they have actors and they're 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 playing it out. Ah. Oh, um, it's like a reenactment type of kind of, but I think that it's it goes farther than the reenactment shows where there's actual acting happening. Okay, reenactment shows it's like you hear the narration, you see just like voiceless snippets of whatever. Yeah, but this is actual like actors playing roles. Oh, okay, and stuff. interesting. Oh, cool. So who are you? I was um, you fourth build on the call sheet. Nice <laughs> means I was. Not that big. I'm not that big. <laughs> uh, this, ooh, I don't know if I can talk about it. Oh, I don't sure know if I can talk about has it. Has it been aired sure. already? Or is it it has not like been it? aired, which okay. is why I don't think I can. I just, I was, I was uh, a young lover of a, of a woman. <gasps> oh, snap. Yeah. Was the woman also young? She was not as young <gasps> as me. Uh, oh, my. Do you survive to the end of the show? Oh, I, I really don't have that big of a part. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I was on set for like three days, so... Right. I, it's cool, man. Check it out. It's gonna be on Netflix in like October. Maybe. Is it you really? Catch your yeah. true detective cool. yeah, on cool. Netflix. <laughs> catch me as the truest detective. And you then I had like a one day walk on role on um, this show called Bellevue, which is coming to C- I want to say CTV or CBC, but it's probably CTV soon. And that has like Anna Packin in it, and uh, my friend Sadie uh, is in it, who is <gasps> not an actress. Oh. She I saw a casting call online on like Facebook uh, for a, a trans woman, which is obviously, I feel like is kind of a hard, a hard role to find because they, right. they wanted to get like, they didn't want to have a, a cis person playing a trans role. Right. So cool. I don't know like how big, like in Montreal, like how many trans actresses there are of that age. Right. Send it to Sadie, my friend, and didn't think anything would come of it. She almost missed the audition. Auditions got the part, then got like a consulting job on the show. Wow. And she's in like most of the series. The series revolved around her. Really? Wow, oh wow! Great. Random, like, and then I, 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 I went in and got like. Are you? Oh. Are you like a little bitter? 
<laughs> no, 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 I think it's Do you kind of wish you were trans? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's awesome for for her that That's she got yeah, that opportunity. Cool, That's really cool. She yeah. got to move out of her old place like she, I mean, nice. it's awesome. It's awesome opportunity. Sweet. It's really cool. Yeah. The other day I was working and it was uh, I was working Saturday and I we opened the store. I work at Starbucks. Yeah. And <clears throat> we opened the store at like 6:30 in the morning and at like 6:45 there's a like a one our second customer of the day walks in. And it's this like lady and she orders a coffee and whatever and I'm I'm chatting with her as I'm making her a drink and I'm like, Oh, like you're starting early, like what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I'm on the set of a I'm I'm on a film set and I'm like, Oh, nice, what are you doing? And she's she's, she's filming the pilot of a TV show. Sick. Um asked if there's anybody famous and it's like, No, I don't think so, not really, but she's from France, so she doesn't really know the people. <laughs> and in that moment I was like, I wish I had business cards. Because I could just hand it and be like, Hey, if you need somebody, I'm hmm, around. Definitely. You know? I'll just leave. I won't I won't even punch <laughs> out, I'll just leave. So do you want to do film or TV? Both. Okay, but but theater? Theater also. Theater also, sorry, everything. Sorry, I'm always used to the question being, do you want to do theater or camera? And I am used to saying both. So when you said you want to do film or TV, I just, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) auto-replied. Do you think people ever go into Starbucks, like when they're looking for extras or like bit parts for their for their show they just walk into starbucks because they're like everyone here is an actor <laughs> <laughs> i think second cup is a better choice <laughs> for that. no i think you not if they also at... want good coffee though right. <laughs> yeah, that's true Shame. um no i'm i just like i'm because i'm graduating soon i'm i'm gonna start hustling more yes. and you know pretty much anytime i can plug myself into something i want to do that and so if i can like i was just yesterday looking at vistaprint and Looking at how much uh, Vistaprint is super cheap. It's like Vistaprint is so cheap. It's like five hundred dollars, five hundred business cards mm-hmm. for like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. That's not quite the price, but I'd, something like that. Close. Well, that's pretty good. That sounds yeah. good. Five hundred yeah. of anything for ten bucks. Well, I guess I guess like it's the, like the rice. simplest ones are like that. But then if you want <laughs> yeah. any like customization, yeah, I really yeah. like the like really thick ones. They're like Ooh. super thick and they're like a little little bit rough paper. I don't know, man. Those are annoying to put in your wallet. But they stand out. True. So they're <laughs> annoying to put in your wallet. But when you're somebody who half your job is collecting. Uh, uh, business cards you don't put them in your wallet you've got a card holder and yeah. the one that sticks out you know you gotta have one that sticks you out. gotta watch American Psycho again and you gotta check out that scene where they're comparing business cards and you just gotta get whatever whichever <laughs> one ends up being the nicest yeah definitely I wanna have a style of business card that stood out in the 90s yeah holographic I think <laughs> would probably be the best you can get like translucent ones now mm. that's crazy Translu- yeah here's the thing though why if I, I don't know I mean if you're like a window maker because oh, you want to <laughs> I asked why and you gave me the perfect answer. <laughs> that was a great. Or if you're like a lawyer and you're like, because I get to the truth. Uh, it's less good, but still pretty yeah. good. Or if you're invisible. <laughs> <laughs> now see, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. What if you printed business cards on the back of like old copies of holographic Charizards from the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> no joke. If somebody gave me a business card like that, I don't. I mean, if I was in a position to hire anyone, I think I would be. Yeah. I would noted. be both impressed and pissed off that it's the wrong size and it doesn't fit in my card holder. Pissed off that they've wasted a Charizard, like a Hollowfoil Charizard. Come what on, if dude. it's not like first edition? It's like a later edition, but still like the first set. I feel like you're cheap, you're cheaping out at that point. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, if I received like a second edition or even like worse, a third edition Oof. holographic Charizard. I'd be like, dude, come on, man. Don't come at me with that weak shit. <laughs> my office, dude, for real. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think you want? You think you can work here because you've got a fucking cheap ass Charizard? <laughs> Everyone has a Charizard, dude. Everybody's Everybody. got a Charizard. Yeah, I need new headshots first, though. 
before I get there. Same, same. I can give you guys some headshots. They won't be great, but I can I, take well, photos. I need great ones. I, but I, I, you, you can, do you want like a holographic headshot? Because that's difficult. It I involves do. like shining lasers on every... I want a translucent headshot. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'll just give you a piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> I should just walk around with a mirror. Last yeah. headshot. But if you just put like an X-ray of yourself on your business card and it's like, this is the real me. It's not. It's not the outside that counts. Imagine if you're if you're uh, a stunt actor, you have an X-ray of your body, like I no broken bones. <laughs> I am good for any stunt. I or like, like I have it, ten broken bones. I'm good for I'm, any yeah, stunt. I feel like if, if a stuntman has no broken bones, my first thought would be like, so have you done a lot? Like, you know, you, you're either really bad or really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then again, if you have 10 broken bones, it's kind of the same. You're either really bad or really good. Who knows? We need to get a stunt person on this stunt actors, on show. You, okay, honestly, I should They are s- insane. So, paid so well, too. Mm. Yeah. Like crazy yeah. good. Yeah. There's um there's a guy, the uh, uh, Concordia alumnus, who like does some, I don't know, he doesn't do stunt stuff, but he knows a lot of stunt people. And he's like been on film shoots with stunt people. And he says that they are just the coolest people. Do you know his name? Yeah. Uh, Rob Moncom. Okay, never mind. No, he helps teach uh, the Chinese opera class, the stage combat oh, class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That story cool. got, like, weaker and weaker as it, as yes, you it added did. details. He was like, there's wow, this, they're cool. There's this guy, he was a Concordia alumnus, who, like, well, he wasn't a stunt guy, but he worked with stunt guys. I mean, now he teaches. Concordia alumnus, he's also a millionaire. Yes. Mm. Fact. He was on Quantico. Twice. Twice. Man, I was on Quantico. Were you really? Probably. No. They they <laughs> shot it like a block from my old apartment, so I used to like walk through their set on the rake. <laughs> well, he actually he actually has a, a couple lines in it. He plays like uh, some coach. Me. Listen, those roles like don't underestimate those roles. No, in terms for sure. Of, like paying the rent. Yeah. Totally. Those are huge. Yeah, you gotta take them here and there. Like I, I I watched the first season and a half of Quantico, and I keep seeing people I know. All yeah, well, of, all show, over yeah. it. Just mm-hmm. keep seeing people I. Any any film that's shot like in, in like Arrival was shot here really? partially. It was filmed mostly out just outside of Montreal, but yeah, yeah. I, I like, figured that most of Arrival was shot on a green screen. No, dude, because like <laughs> no. the, most of Arrival is super like it's just like in an alien spaceship. That's, that's a real spaceship. There's a there's a good chunk. There, there's a good part of it that is like um, a uh, spaceship, but I like you can tell that the, the it was it was constructed right. That like yeah. like a, most of the places that where they film are real places with like the actual lighting of like yeah. the, the light work in arrival is phenomenal. Super good. Yeah. Did you watch Arrival? Yeah. 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 I saw it last week. It's a really good movie for me. My, my, my sister and I wanted to see arrival for ages because oh, she's a linguist. She's right? a linguist and I'm a physicist. So it's yeah. like, okay, yeah. why would we not go and see this movie? No, it's, I saw it twice. It's both. Excellent. It's yeah, so it good. It's really good. It's, it's, it's uh, easily one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. In terms of sense made with the whole time travel thing, it's a it's a little nonsensical, but uh, you know, you know that's not what the movie's about, though. I feel yeah, like. no, that's the, that's why I sort of forgive it. Like yeah. it's kind of the same way that I felt about mm-hmm. uh, Interstellar when I watched it. It's like there's there's some stuff that you have to suspend disbelief, but mm-hmm. also like the the emotional punch isn't in like the details of the. Yeah, oh, for sure. Stuff. What I will say about Interstellar though is that like they, it was a bigger leap. They right? de- well, it's that that, and they also definitely like were way more invested in the science of it. Yeah. Then like, and that was like a big thing, like the press around it for sure was like, man, there's so much like a real science. In there this was movie. like a physics book, like put out by a physicist to, to like compliment the interstellar movie. Right. Yeah. Like, so, which is, you know, not necessarily what the movies, I mean, it kind of is, but like, it's, it's not, it's not what the yeah. movie's about, but going into it with that mindset, like, I feel like it's a bigger disappointment for people who are really interested mm-hmm. in that stuff. For like, sure. A Neil deGrasse Tyson type or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but mm. whereas Arrival is just like, man, if you haven't seen Arrival, guys, just go check it out. Go see it's Arrival. Really fucking so where does Arrival stack up in relation to the Harry Potter movies? Yeah. Oh man, she needs to see Arrival. Honestly, a- like the last two Harry Potter movies are are some of my all time favorite movies. They uh, are last very two is in like the last two parts of seven or the last. Yes. Like, oh really? You like yeah. the first part of seven? I the first part of seven is one of my favorite ones. Damn. Dude. How'd you feel about the last quarter of six? The last quarter of six. How do you feel about the last two thirds of one and two? I felt like I felt like the last quarter of six was a bit rushed. They take like a you know half the movie and then make it into the last quarter of the or the the half of the book, make it a quarter of the movie. But maybe okay. So have you seen any of them? (laughs) I watched them. I was in Tuscany this summer, and instead of enjoying Tuscany, I watched. I binge watched every single Harry Potter movie. (laughs) It was worth it. It was good. They are they are very good movies. Really, yeah, they are. They are the, the. First one will always be my favorite because of mm. I watched it when I was a kid and our like the first dog I can really remember was named after him Harry. Yeah, and, wow. uh, yeah. I, I, I distinctly remember coming home from Harry Potter and going straight to my room, grabbing a red marker and drawing a, a lightning on my forehead, like in the like looking at myself in the mirror, and I was like, nice. And then I walked out, and the first thing my dad said is, it's on the wrong side. <laughs> if you well, did that now with your glasses and the way your face is, yeah. you're, you're pretty Minus good. the beard, definitely. So was, was yeah. your first exposure to Harry Potter the movies or the books? Never read the books. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. My brother did. Um, but I – when did the first movie come out? 1990, or no, 2001. Yeah. I was, I was five. Oh so man, like, yeah, you are you're a youngling. I'm a, I'm a little guy. guy. I'm a little so that's, baby. that's that's an interesting thing to me because this is something that I want to ask you about Arrival as well because Arrival is based on a, a short story, mm-hmm. um, which I I had read a couple times before seeing the movie. Um, who, so who wrote the short story? Uh, Ted Chiang. Oh. Um, and it's a very it's shout like, out Ted Chiang. He's he's, a, he's I think he's probably my favorite sci-fi author actually. Okay. Um, but that story is it's like it's really technical. Like it actually goes into like a lot of like the ling- like the details of linguistics and like the physics and stuff of it, um, and then so what I'm interested in knowing is like both with Harry Potter and Arrival, do they make sense watching them for the first time not knowing that? Because to me, Arrival made sense because I had this whole like backlog of like like details from the story, and yeah. I felt the same way with Harry Potter that like if I hadn't actually read the books, I wouldn't be able to make sense of it. But I don't know if that's true. I feel like ignorance is bliss, right? Like mm. not knowing the, like whatever you're missing. Um, I think I actually probably improved my experience, at least for Harry Potter. Because, you know, the thing, the classic thing everyone says when a, when a book is turned into a movie is like, oh, they missed this part or they did this part differently. Yeah, and of like, course. I didn't have that experience. So me seeing the movies, it's like, this is just great. I can mm. just enjoy this and I don't need to worry about how this character was interpreted this way or whatever. And I think the same thing was with, with Arrival. I think, though you probably got something different. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the short story is probably satisfying both for the emotional thing and also because it's so technical. Whereas the movie, I don't think is that technical, but it is very, it's about these, her story. Yeah. And I think they're the, I, I liked the way they did it because I always like when movies like present something that you didn't get in the, like when they don't try to do the thing where they just be a facsimile of the book. Cause then you, you, you watch the movie, you're like, well, I've already experienced this. Yeah. Whereas arrival was actually a really, a much stronger emotional punch than the, the story was. Oh yeah. But the, the story has more of like a, like when you grasp the sort of the twist in it, it's, it's much more satisfying, I think. So that's awesome. I mean, yeah. that, that gives you such a good reason to like go into the, mm-hmm. the, 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 I mean, if we're going back to Harry Potter, like, <clears throat> 
I'd be really interested to like go back and read it. And that's, yeah, you know, that's a whole other experience. Mm. Yeah, I no. think, and I think Denis Villeneuve is really, really good at doing that. Who? The, Denis Villeneuve, the guy who directed, uh, yeah. um, Arrival. I, the, the first movie of his that I saw was Incendie or Scorched in English. <laughs> um, Scorched. Scorched. Which it's, one is that? It's based off of a play by Wajdi Mouawad. Um, he's a a French Quebecois, like French and Quebecois uh, playwright who graduated from uh, Concordia. A millionaire. NTS in playwriting. (laughs) He is a millionaire. It's like, Incendie is one of the best plays that I've ever read. It's like, I know I've said that a lot this this episode, but it is a phenomenal play. It's in French? Yeah. Okay. You can certainly find it in, uh, in, in English as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of about it's about these twins who are trying to find the truth about their mother who recently died or sort of find out about her life. Um, and it's linked to the Le- Lebanese Civil War. And mm. one thing that, that the play did was that it made it it like sort of totally removed all the characters and all of all of the events from the cultural context of the war. So you don't it's not like a you don't get a good idea of what was really going on. It's really about the people. Whereas Denny Villeneuve somehow find a way to. Because it's it's really hard to like then adapt it as a movie mm-hmm. and and leave or, or yeah also keep out those all those cultural aspects especially yeah. because it's so I don't know it's it's just so, it was such an international event and thing that that civil war but he manages to keep that and also make it super super grounded in the emotions of the characters and the the developments of them. He's an amazing, he's a great director. I like. Have you seen Prisoners? No, I haven't. Prisoners is also a very good movie. Yeah. And that's him. I heard they're making another season of Prisoners. A prison escape? What's it called? Um, escape from the prison escape. Not called prison escape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, what is that actually called? Prison, prison break. Prison break. <laughs> is it is prison break like the same characters every yes. every season? Yeah. Like they they just end up back in prison all the time. In one season, they, they break like, into a prison. At some yeah. point, they're breaking into like a government agency to steal some. I don't know. Yeah, it's it it's blue. one of those shows where like the. It, it just went on for way too long, and they were like, what can, you know... What, what can else we can we these? break that we can call a prison? <laughs> a show about people breaking out of prison with, like, one season or two seasons would have been super cool. Yeah, but had it been more like American Horror Story, where every ep- where every season is just a totally different... That would be so wild. That would yeah, be so be good. good. Dude, copyright that right now. Yeah. Do it. Everyone Tom, listening Tom, to this, don't... don't, don't no, no, Tom, Tom just remove that section of the of the podcast. Don't just, tweet this episode at Ryan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going on for two weeks, so you've got two weeks to fill out the copyright to fill process. Out. Damn. Okay. Write that pilot. <laughs> Aren't you the one, don't you want to write a pilot? I do. I'm going to write a pilot this year. Am I nice. in it? That's a plan. You can be. Dude, I'm so Actually, good. you're yeah. a person I thought of. Fuck yeah. So. That's what happens when you do improv with people. Do like mm-hmm. a table read. Yeah. yeah you, I'm you, a you're taking a break from improv for a bit. Oh, two things just happened. I'm trying to figure out which one's which. Of course, I thought of you, Simon. What happened, Simon? What did you say? Simon was peeved that Tom didn't request him for this. Simon's sitcom. in it, dude. Simon's Simon, in. He's the villain. You're the female lead. Okay, fair enough. Yes. But, uh, why why are you taking a break from improv? I'm not. I don't want to. Here's the thing. I, I didn't want to. T- I didn't want to take another class because my buddy Noah wasn't going to do it. Right. And I wanted to save a bit of uh, cash. On that, um, uh, on that chicken green, scratch, greenbacks. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, you know, it's like two hundred dollars to do yeah. a class, and I'm just not feeling it right now. That's fair. Plus, the rehearsal schedule for the show that we have that I have to do for uh, Concordia this semester is, is, you know, coming up. So, I which one are you on. in again? I'm in Shadows and Presence. Mm-hmm. So that'll oh, be. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a one about. It's like a dark twist on Santa Claus. Yeah. 
Shadows and presence. Yeah. I'm Santa. I'm gaining a lot of weight. For the <laughs> it's actually wildly unhealthy. That's why they chose the Swedish guy, right? Oh, yeah. That's my... Nice. That's really good. Sweden's somewhere near <laughs> the North Pole. Right? Very Give this guy an Emmy. <laughs> that's my Santa. Do you, do you do your Santa with a Swedish accent? Hey, sounds fun. That's my Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more of that. I, for all the children. <laughs> it's like not that good of an accent. You it's went okay, for you're it, only though. half Swedish. I'm yeah. only half Swedish. I don't need the good accent. Yeah, I'm pro- uh, no, I'm not taking a break. I never want to take a break from improv. It's so my you'll favorite staged performance. Yeah. Like I, more than theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the thing is, I'm just trying to find performance opportunities right now, trying mm. to get like groups together or do whatever I need to do. Um, I was definitely way more involved like last year or the year before. Uh, and I see a lot of the people that I was in classes with like are on house teams and stuff. Right. I got invited to be on a, a house team a couple of times and, and I just couldn't cause it was school. Right. So sometimes school does feel like it's holding me back from performing in a certain way. Like you can't do film right. or TV during the semester. Uh, or it's very hard. Some people do it anyway. I I did do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I lost you are not. You are not alone. <laughs> like like they their official policy is don't do it because uh, if if people did try to balance school and doing productions all the time, they would get burnt out. Yeah. But like it happens all the time that people have productions and then they'll put up posters in the hallways and people and teachers will be like, hey, everybody, go see Johan's show or whatever. I think it's well, I did that it's last year. I was in the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um. Oh no shit. Yeah, I was in the breakfast club. Was like, dude. He, he jumped in uh, Tim's time machine. <laughs> you said you were born in the 80s. Talk to yeah. Denis Villeneuve about the uh, the aliens went back in time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that was just way too stressful. Like, I, I wouldn't want to do a theater production, but film yeah. is way easier. Mm-hmm. You get the script like four days, like a week before you go on, and then it's one day or a couple days. Um, but I, like being in a production, like you guys had a Laurent on recently, right? Yep. And I mean, like being in that kind of production where you're like, you're rehearsing that often that Laurent's be, crazy though Laurent like, is non-stop on all the time speaking of hustle like when you were talking about hustle earlier yeah. I was like Laurent is seems to me I don't know yeah. him that well no, he he's really is. a great guy to like learn yeah. that from yeah you know? definitely I mean he's been doing it for a really really long time like yeah. I don't know about you but I'm I'm relatively new to the world of theater and especially to yes. like professional theater like this is gonna be me really starting for the first time yeah. whereas he's been doing that like for a long time how, how old is he I'm talking about another guest you guys had on <laughs> just have to get out of the way that's he's, fine he's people will age. go back and re-listen to it <laughs> how long ago like do we have the date for that episode that yeah. was the first one of this year so yeah. just right. go back to listen, early I listened yeah. to it <laughs> yeah, yeah, it apparently not hard enough but I, I did listen to <laughs> no, it he never said his age yeah, in the you episode you intuit so. his age yeah. from his vocal quality that voice is kind of high let me say 23. Gotcha. Nailed it. That's that was a good. really good like trailer voice you did right there. Starts Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Laurent M. Pitre is the vulture. Starts Friday. Only when I'm sick, guys. I can can't you, do Can you say Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Nice. Can you say... This show is entirely crowdfunded, so go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge to give money to these sweet soft boys. Do you want me to say it right now? Yeah, yeah. Go, for it. go for it. This show is entirely crowdfunded. In so your trailer voice. This show is entirely crowdfunded, so go to patreon.com slash up for discussion, up for discussion <laughs> and donate $100,000 to these sweet boys. Starts Wednesday. <laughs> That's perfect. So oh, some eccentric... Concordia Good alumni millionaire you. is going to donate $100,000. You, you're going to like tweet this to all of your Concordia millionaires that you <laughs> oh, know, man. right? 
Reaching both out. of you. I'm, I'm looking at both of you. Well, are, well they overlap a lot. They overlap yeah, a lot. So. We, the same millionaire. we just have to survive until Simon graduates, and then he can take over funding <laughs> the entire saying. project. Well, just keep this guy afloat. But yeah. Johan, you're a you're a time traveler. So why don't we just get future Johan to travel back in time, give us money? The thing is, I am future Johan. I had to kill my former self before coming on the show. I know Fuck. things. That make me far more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's me from an hour after the show that came back. Oh, that's not useful. You, you chose to come back here again? Jeez. Dude, it's the best. It's the best. I'll come back right. anytime. So you're Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> half, dude, half. You are not the only Swedish person a, at Concordia. I, I, have, I have a question for you. <laughs> what the fuck do you think? What? She's fi- I, I know who you're thinking of, and I think she's she's Finnish. She's, she's a Swedish no. Finn. So she's fi- so she's yes. a Finn. She's Finnish, but she lives in Sweden. She's sweet Finn. And she's I, both. And she speaks Swedish like in Finland. I know she parts speaks, of Finland speak Swedish. She, she speaks things. both. Sweet Finn. She's listen. She's multi talented. She is so good. Also, she's really cool. Something. I don't know who you're talking she's about. She's 28. <laughs> listen, she's and, a multi and married to a guy named Simon, and he is also super cool. Is he you from the future? Fuck. He I no. Okay. Wow, that's impressive. But I, I was just wondering whether you prefer meatballs, fish, or house mafias. Okay. <laughs> good. I do not. When you say Swedish fish, because they do eat a lot of fish, but you mean the candy. I, I Either or. I mean, I'm, I, do I, I don't, I'm not sure if I mean lutefisk or whatever it is, or if I mean like the little like. Or that stinky can, hair. Can, Swedish fish, fish or Swedish berries. Mm. Swedish That's berries important. every day. Mm. Uh, the well, he's only half Swedish, so he's only got one Swedish berry. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Okay, listen, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the no Swedish meatballs. The meatballs from IKEA are not a joke. They are. I don't know if you mean that in a good way or bad. They're something else. They're real good. They're really good, and like you they're don't feel as else. dirty eating them as you would eating like I don't know, just like regular fast. And it is fast food though. Mm. But eating like I don't know, eating it from like a food truck, for example. Ugh. If you had like a battle between. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's good audio okay. quality for your listeners. You know what is really good from a food truck, though? What? Fish and chips. When I was in England one time, when like grade ten, <laughs> fucking my buddy Noah, who you know, Tom. I love Noah. He ate fish love and chips. Fucking my buddy. <laughs> I love fucking Noah. He ate fish and chips every meal for like two days. Why he was, wouldn't he? He's he was toxic. England. No, he was toxic though. Oh. <laughs> he, we had to put him in a like. We had to really. He was cold. It was really hot out. It was like it was thirty degrees out, and he was shivering. <laughs> he was having like oh. weird withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, like, does mercury levels just like spike? That might have been it. Honestly, I, I I'm, see. The reason why I was saying that is that the best fish and chips I've ever had have been from a food truck in Halifax. How, oh, well, yeah. But yeah. I think I'm pretty sure that's the Halifax, not the food truck. Right? That's like, possible. I know that Halifax has fantastic seafood. I feel like it's one of those things where like. It's the kind of food that's best prepared that way because I feel like that's how it was prepared in the past. I mean, fish and chips is generally like served in newspaper. Right? Yeah, it's street food. Yeah, I mean, you gotta it's a not served bit of in actual in newspaper anymore. No, because that's not safe. God, that's gross. <laughs> Would you like uh, your fish and chips with the side of ink? What if they prepared a special <laughs> with like ink? squid ink? Yeah, it could work. Yeah. But do people even make newspapers anymore? Because you'd probably have to just roll it up in like an iPad. <laughs> Here's your fish with some ink. The most expensive fish and chips I've ever had. It's delicious though. It's really good. It's served on an iPad. It has a specific crunch to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want Britain chips so bad. Mm. There's one that opened near school. I know. I haven't been yet. It's really. You've been in general though. Ever? I've been to Britain chips before, but not that one. Oh man, it's so good. I love me some Britain what, chips. What other food do you guys like? Notre Boeuf de Grasse, which also just opened up next to Britain Chips. Oh, they they opened a second location? Mm -hmm. Oh, is that just steaks or is that like... No, No, it's a burger place. Hamburgers. But they're like fancy hamburgers. What's better, that or La Belle et la Boeuf? 
I've never been either. So. I've never been to that bad at IBF. Yeah. Although I, although I hear that their poutine is really good. Is God, that, guys, I'm so hungry. Right <laughs> La Belle Provence, but more fancy-ish. Better than La Belle Provence? Yeah. I mean, La Belle Provence is like just your epitome of greasy food. Yeah. And nope. so like if you're if that's what you're, what you're aiming for, it hits it spot on. But if you want like quality poutine, mm. don't go to La Belle Provence. Quality poutine. You got to go to La Banquise, guys. My yeah. first day in Montreal. Oh my God, La Banquise. <laughs> you know who's really got a quality poutine? Who? Peter Riffick. Really? Yeah. Probably. I know you got a, you got a salad. Last time we were there. Oh shit, that place. But that place has a good poutine. No, that salad was dank. It, was good, it looked good. <laughs> that salad was sick. <laughs> Some dank salads. <laughs> Didn't you and Noah double team that salad? We double team a lot of things, not salad. But no, he. Uh, I'm sorry, that was so good. That's not true. <laughs> no, he it's a gentle boy. He had his own salad. We're gentle boys. Uh, yeah, you know what place it is really good for poutine? Hippie poutine. And it is really close to Montreal Improv. You're saying Laurent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is like it's. I would not expect that by f- uh, from a restaurant run by French people. They're Wait, from France. Sorry. What? Oh, <laughs> from France. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. got you, got you. Like I, I will say <coughs> Quebecois or Francophones, mm. but I will not say French people were referring to Quebecois. All right, fair enough. I got but, you. Okay. Uh, hippie poutines, poutines are really good. I gotta check that out. They are. Uh, I believe it's across from a La Fleur's now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, across like it's on the other side of the square. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fleur's is some trash though. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. when you want some greasy stuff, like well, no, just the poutine is not very good. They put like no. a spice in there. They put like a, a mint uh, like, or something. What? They put like a leaf. Some they sort put of an leaf. entire it's mint. It's probably <laughs> just a single Altoid on the top. of <laughs> It's a junior mint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, no, I think it might be parsley that they put. Yeah, in. it's parsley. I don't like that. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Not on a poutine. Leave it alone. Just like I'm, I am <laughs> but, not but the kind of person. Poutine sauce does need some like spice in it. Like when it's just yeah. gravy, that is wrong. Totally, it's bad. but like I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but my, I don't go for like fancy poutines that have other stuff in it. It's just a straight up poutine. Pogo I, poutine at La Banquise, I will do any day. You know, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. It is pretty good. I can imagine. But like good poutine sauce, it's got like a sweetness and like a tomatoiness and kind of like a bit of. I spice agree with that, but they've just got like little flecks of. Uh, What'd you say it was? Parsley? Oh, I don't want a fleck. They've got like all these flecks of parsley. I don't know about that. (laughs) Gets in your teeth. I'm trying to look good after I put it. Trying to impress the wrong wrong food. food You're going to go to La Fleur's. (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone here like vegetarian or anything like that? No, No. not really. Tom is kind of occasionally. I'm doing this thing this year where I'm not eating meat on weekdays. He's a weeksitarian. That's cool cool, though. Unless I like go to someone's house and they served it because I'm not an asshole. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I've heard that from a lot of like... I mean, you are just not in that way. <laughs> I'm not an asshole like... in relation to my food preferences. Yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people though where they're like vegetarian, but they're not going to turn down. Like Remy, yeah. my friend Remy, he does I met that. Remy. He's a handsome boy. Remy, uh, to Remy Miro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh, cool. He is a handsome... You met him? When did you meet him? Uh, and was I were, with you or was I with David? No, it was not with me, but it you kept texting me about how handsome he was. Oh, yeah, he's that rat from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's Honestly, a handsome guy. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's got a, a good, good face. <laughs> he does have a face. <laughs> Maybe other parts of him are also nice. I'm just, not Just not cut sure. this part out and send it directly. That's going to hit his inbox hot and fresh. Yeah, just like his... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. That was a joke without a punchline. Okay. Yeah, I... Mm-hmm. I, I want. I was gonna say bum, but the more I was thinking about it, the more I was laughing. Vegetarian. Why were we? Why were we talking about vegetarians? I was just wondering because uh, my favorite restaurant is Au Vivre. 
Oh, it, that is really good. That's some good. Sh- like, it's a bit too far up San Laurent for my taste. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> Not if you yeah. drive. It's in the wrong part of town. You know, like I was, I was just, uh, I was out at um, uh, Vis with uh, Jake, Patsy, and Laura the other day. Some friends of ours. Vis. Vis is a versa. Sorry. It's a pub that serves a bunch of. Uh, it's got like a oh, rotation. vices and versa. <laughs> vices and versa. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pub. It's like just before Little Italy. Okay. Um, and it serves a bunch of uh, local craft brews and stuff. Uh, Sick, yeah. It's super cool. It's really really good. This but is like a primer for people who come to Montreal. I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so it's it's right like right at the north part of the Mile End, and so we had to drive through the Mile End to get there and back. Yeah. Uh, and I w- I was talking to Jake about how like I w- I just don't go to the Mile End very much at all. Because mm-hmm. it's ju- it just seems really hard to get to, and it kind of is if you're transiting. I mean, it's kind of kind of long to get there, but I I just I don't really have a reason to go there much. It's just kind of up in the corner over there. Yeah, and and because I don't go there much, it seems a lot farther. Mm. Nobody but, put Simon in the corner. <laughs> no, that was that was the the Simon's corner was the name of my first Instagram. <laughs> I remember that. Is that for real? Yeah. <laughs> what so happened to that? That's how Simon I deleted sees it. it. Because Aww. I thought I had deleted it and then at some point uh, uh, a friend of mine texted me and was like, hey, there's another Simon Peltier on Instagram. Uh, he, he looks a lot like you but yeah. little. <laughs> and, I, and that's when I realized, oh, oh, I never deleted it. So I deleted it. It's not a bad name though. Simon's, Simon's corner. corner. You should trade yeah, like that too. Yeah, but I... I I think I chose it because you, at some point, Tom, had a blog called Tom's Corner. I did not. You didn't? I did not. Well, I felt bad for having copied that name, and so I stopped using it. I remember the names of everything that I've ever had, and Tom's Corner was never one of them. How long have you guys been friends? Nine years. All, all really? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. We, we, we all met about six months time, apart. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, within six yeah. months, we all met each other separately. Yeah. That's genuinely beautiful. Like that. <laughs> no, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's awesome. They say if you have yeah. a friend for more than seven years, you'll have them forever. Oh, God. Unless they die. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like I've, uh, we had that window to get better friends, and now we're just stuck. <laughs> Shit. Why do my dogs keep dying, then? What? Why do what? my dogs keep dying? Well, then? they never stop being your friend. They're just deceased. I don't know if you leave <laughs> if you leave your... this earth without me, you're not my friend. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it right now. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, you guys, that your dogs are going to heaven and you're not. I think oh, it's true. time for us to make a d- 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 time to wrap, guys. It's it's the show is. <clears throat> Yeah, guys, it's it's been. Thanks for listening, yeah. everybody. We're almost. We come appreciate on. you come lending on. us your ears yeah. for come this on. approximate yeah. hour. Yeah. We uh we 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 like having you. You support the show. It's You're the a... reason we do this. Uh, yeah. You guys are half the reason why we do this. It's been good. Uh, uh, uh. Let's let's face it. The the listeners only half the reason we do this. What's the, the other half? Is, the we other enjoy half. it. I don't know if that's always true. <laughs> yeah. Johan, where can they find you if they want to find you? Where can you, you find me? Um, I don't like produce a bunch of content on the internet, but uh, you can get me at, at Johan Denora on uh, Twitter. You can get me at the same thing. How do thing. you spell Johan? Because there's a lot of ways to spell Johan. Y- you guys are probably going to include that in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. You will not. purposely spell it wrong. This week we sat down with John. With John. Johan, J-O-H-A-N-D-E-N-O-R-A. So get it right. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. I really don't produce much content, guys, but just do it. Cool. 
You can uh, follow the show at Downward Talking. You can follow me at Tom Zlatnai, Simon's at Know the Other Simon, Tim's at Acapella Science. If you guys want to go to patreon.com slash up for discussion, you can give us any amount of money you want. It'd be real nice. <laughs> <laughs>